What's going on, guys? Happy Monday. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend and your week is starting off on a positive note. <laughs> uh, as we all know, sometimes Mondays have a tendency to get the best of us. Um, so hopefully, you guys are having a, a bad week. Um, anywho, where was I? <laughs> I'm good. What's up, buddy? Have a snack. Yeah. Can I have one in the bag of those chips? Yes. Try that again. I'm not doing anything. 
Well, uh, I'm a podcast host. I'm a dad, but I'm a dad first and foremost. So, you know, we'll we'll deal with the little uh, little minor hiccups or whatever. It's all good. But as I was saying. Welcome to, uh, uh, now I don't know if this is going to stick or not, I'm kind of playing around with names because uh, you know, we've kind of been talking uh, a little bit on the show and, and off the show and re- rebranding Mondays. No longer is Mondays going to be nonsensical nonsense. Um, kind of played around, I, I, I like the weekly bro check, I, you know, but I, I kind of really like this one too, but we'll see how it kind of sticks. But man up Monday, typically yes. When you tell somebody to man up, it's kind of got a a negative meaning. But I want to take that ne- that negativity away from it because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the definition of man up is to be courageous, be brave, you know, step up and do something that others won't do. So I think it's high time we take that negativity, the negative context away from man up and So let's rebrand it and refocus it. So, uh, um, you know, that's kind of where we're going. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to stick. We're going to find play around and still find the right one. But Mondays will no longer be a nonsensical nonsense show. So Mondays will be the men's mental health show, wherever the name, title, whatever comes. We, 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 I decide on, settle upon. Wednesdays and Saturdays will be nonsensical nonsense. Fridays will be Glick's House of Music. Tuesdays will be Jeff's new show, Pennies and Dimes Makes 11 Cents. I don't know, something like that. Business talk with non business. I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but he'll be doing his show on Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> however, everything will be under the nonsensical nonsense brand. With that being said, you can find all the shows um, on Facebook, Instagram, X, TikTok. You can join us live Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Tuesdays. <laughs> We've almost taken over every day at the end of the, at the end of the week. We're working on it. Um, there'll be a, some variation of podcast on this network, as I said. Wednesdays and Saturdays are nonsensical nonsense. Mondays will be men's mental health show. Fridays will be my music show. Tuesdays will be Jeff's business show, and then kind of go from there. But it's all going to be under those labels on on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Live. You guys will be able to get in the chatter's box for all those shows, and you'll also be able to listen to all those shows anywhere, any place you listen to podcasts at. All at nonsensical nonsense, or you can simply go. Because I threw a lot at you. There's a lot going on there. That's not it, but we can get to that later. There it is. Bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. All the links for all the social media and everything like that will all be there. Uh, Including links to the sponsors like Liquid IV and Dubby and and whatnot. Don't forget if you guys do check out our sponsors. Use our promo code OWORDSAREHEART. Get those discounts for you. And all that jazz. Um, but anywho, like I said, as far as Mondays, I don't know if I'll be by myself. I don't know if I'll have co-hosts. Um, this will probably be a short one tonight. Um, so it's 
Uh, little dude wants to watch something. So I'm going to try to get out of here relatively quick, relatively fast. But however, like I said, Mondays are going to be the focus of men's mental health. Talking about things, uh, discussing this, that, and the other thing, whatever the case may be. I do like the title of Man Up Monday, and I do like the idea of taking back the negativity and taking the negativity away from Man Up. Because, hell, I remember growing up, and you fall down and you, and you, and you bust your knee open or you scrape your knee or whatever. And man Up, bust the darn it. You'll be fine. Stop being a pussy. Well, you know, or or as we get older and, you know, if you're going through some shit and you're feeling a little bit depressed, man up. Stop being weak. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to take all that away. You know, as I said, the definition of manning up is to be brave, to be courageous, to do the things that other people won't do and step up to be there when you're needed or when you're called upon. It was not meant to be a negative thing in any way, shape or form. So I kind of like that idea. Well, we'll, I'll work around things and I'll play around with things. And you guys are more than welcome to add your two cents as well. However, I'm just going to dive right into it. Um, that's another reason. This another reason why this is probably going to be a short a short show tonight. I can't do a men's mental health show and not be 100% honest. In the last couple months, I've been dealing with a lot of shit, got a lot of stress, got a lot of stuff on my plate, a lot of stuff I'm thinking about, a lot of things I'm worried about with job, finances, this, that, and the other thing. And it has really been taking a toll on me, and it's really been wearing me down. So the last couple months, last month, whatever the case may be, I've been struggling a lot. Um, I've been going in and out of being depressed or whatever. I have found myself more irritable for no fucking reason, frustrated with whether it be the kids or Nikki or the dog or just the wind blowing the wrong way. And it all kind of came to a head this weekend. And I had to step back and I had to look and realize that, unfortunately, the kids and Nikki were starting to catch the brunt of that. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Like I wasn't, I hadn't reached that point of being terrible yet, but I was getting close. And... In a, <laughs> a drunken stupor, I was talking to myself in the. Whoa, that was weird. At uh, like three o'clock in the morning, and said some dumb shit. And Nikki heard it and it upset her. So, first and foremost, I have to apologize to her because I wasn't catching myself fast enough. And I wasn't realizing what was going on. And here I am preaching about men's mental health and, and preaching about men being better and doing better and taking care of themselves. And I found, and then and, and I was starting to slip into a dark spot myself. So I have her an apology. 
also my kids an apology because like I said, I have been not necessarily frustrated with them or anything. And I'm trying not to let them see it and I'm not taking it out on them or anything, but I know that I was a little bit more irritable and little things would frustrate me. Um, So I had to take a time out on, on, on Saturday, you know, and, 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 and to be honest with you, the thing that really kind of was the breaking point for me. And this is where I realized that I knew that I was starting to be in a bad place was that that Friday night I went out to the kitchen and I was making something to eat and the kitchen was kind of messy and I got frustrated. My kids weren't even here, but I got frustrated with the fact that I had asked them to do some things before they left to go back to their moms and it wasn't done. And I was just frustrated with the way the kitchen looked. And it was kind of like, and as trivial as it sounds, I understand, but that was kind of the breaking point. Um, so Saturday, you know, I got up, Nikki and I kind of had a discussion, a little bit of an argument. I wasn't mindful of where my head was. And I felt like a huge piece of shit. And like I said, just just didn't just a lot of stuff on my mind right now. And that's no excuse. It's just it's starting to weigh on me because again, instead of actually taking the opportunity to talk about it and and, and get it out, I did what I always do because I'm a fucking idiot and I just bottled it up. So Saturday, after she came back to lay down and take a nap, I wanted to do some thinking, and I cleaned the house, cleaned the kitchen. I mean, like, I was <laughs> cleaning the microwave, cleaning, you know, like, or rearranging shit. I, I had to get some natural sunlight in because I hate a dark house. That does not help matters none when I start feeling some sort of way. And I did some thinking. And I'm feeling better, but I know I'm still struggling. And I can't in good conscience come in here and talk about men's mental health and pretend like everything's all hunky-dory and everything's fine in my world when it's not right now. I've got, like I said, I'm, I'm found out some things with my job. I don't know where I'm going to be in the ne- here in a month. Uh, God's got me stresses about finances and, and money and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the next month. And I hate it. I don't like having that, that security. But I'm kind of stuck in limbo. Not really at a point where I should look for another job because I don't know what's going on. But at the same point, at the same time, like I feel like I should look for a job just in case. But. I don't want to burn a bridge and then, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's very complicated. So you know, and, and, and and that's a big issue, especially for me, you know, when it, when it comes to the kids and all that stuff and worrying about finances and, and everything like that. Um, so I'm freaking out about that. Like, I'm literally freaking out. I'm not sleeping. I haven't been sleeping for the last 
I don't know, about a month or so, not sleeping very well. When I do sleep, I kind of toss and turn. And the nightmares have kind of started to stumble back and sneak back in. So, you know, I'm, I was starting to struggle a lot. And then, and like I said, Friday, it kind of was a kick in the dick. Um, So I need to be better about talking. I need to be better about opening up and sharing to Nikki so the stuff doesn't boil up and, 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 and reach ahead. And also, I have this fucking show. I have this goddamn format. Even if nobody's listening, nobody wants to hear it, at least I can come and fucking say it. So, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I had to come clean, you know. I am. I'm stressing out. I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm worried sick about shit, you know, and all that compiling in is I feel that depression starting to come back in and that that dark, that darkness starting to come back in and, and, and creep into the back of my mind. And sometimes it does a good number of grabbing a hold of me and I can't always shake it as good as, you know, as as fast as I would like to. Well, like I said, Saturday, I thought about a lot. <laughs> Cleaned up the house, got some sunlight, you know, got some, some fresh air in the house, some fresh sunlight, some natural sunlight, got the house cleaned up. And, you know, by Saturday, I was I was tired Saturday because I hadn't slept Friday and, and, and then, you know, um, but by Saturday, I was feeling a little bit better. And by yesterday, I was feeling a lot better. But I've still got these worries, and I've still got these doubts, and I've still got these concerns, especially about what job-wise, financial, you know, shit like that, because <laughs> i got a lot on the line where this job, you know, having this job or not having this job, I could lose a lot. And, and I, you know, I've worked too hard to to, to – to get where I am, so to say. So I don't want, <laughs> so I'm scared to death of losing. And that's not many things scare me. So <laughs> what's going on, Sean? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Could be Jake Dunn. That would be a lot worse. But um, so this is, this is again, this is me manning up. This is me manning up and, and saying if I'm going to be the voice here, if I'm going to be the voice for whoever listens to this show for men's mental health, I have to be transparent. You know, you know what they say. You know? And it's not, it's probably not, <laughs> probably not a good comparison, but you don't throw stones in a glass house and, you know, it's kind of like how I feel like I'm doing, like I'm trying to tell everybody else, not tell everybody else, but help everybody else. And in the meantime, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking falling apart over here. My goddamn self, like, I don't want to, I, you know, my head kept going underwater and I was kind of losing it and I can't, I can't be that. I can't, I can't be that guy. So, you know, like I said, first and foremost, my apology to, to Nikki and the kids, um, especially Nikki. Because unfortunately, she's she's here when the kids aren't here, and she's here when I don't think anybody else is around. And then, 
I think I'm alone and I, I, I'm just kind of losing control a little bit. And secondly, my apologies to you guys because I haven't been on my game for a little while. You know, I've kind of fallen off um, as far as all the shows go. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get this we'll get this train righted and get it back up on tracks. And you know, that's what I gotta I gotta I gotta practice what I preach at the end of the day. <laughs> oh well, man. Hey, nice. Appreciate you being here, brother. Good to see them old boys. I like watching the boys grow up. I need to get up there and see them before they graduate high school and meet them. But <laughs> so yes, my uh, as the song goes, "Hello Darkness," my old friend. It was it was uh, it, it it was and is still showing his ugly face. Um, I'm going to try not to drink as much. That was starting to get a little bit out of control. But um, that's a pretty good Saturday night. <laughs> hey, you ain't wrong, brother. Take me back to Charleston. I'll be there tomorrow if I could be. Yeah, the bar in Charleston with the coldest beer. <laughs> I would be there in a heartbeat, man. I'm counting down the days. I got uh, got some years. I got some years before I'm I'm paroled. But uh, <laughs> once once I'm once I'm free, I'm I'm heading back down south. Nikki and I are going to go south. So Charleston's the number one spot. Charleston, Tampa, or possibly Galveston, but Charleston's number one. And, and, and that's kind of the crazy thing. Like, I knew it was happening for me. I knew I was starting to kind of fall off a little bit. And I just kind of ignored it. I thought everything would just kind of go away on its own, and it wasn't. So it fucking sucks. I hate feeling like this. I hate just this. Because I'm still trying to stay positive at the end of the day, but I just hate this feeling of just... Gloom, I guess I'll say. And I'll speak more openly here in the next coming months about what happened with my job and with work and, and everything like that and kind of fill you guys in a little bit more. But I want to wait until we reach an avenue where I can talk uh, uh, about it. And I'm not going to motherfuck anybody. I'm not going to shit on anybody. No, not actual parole. <laughs> No, I'm here. I'm here in Ohio until my kids graduate. So I got, uh, I got uh, like eight more years for cash before he graduates school. So I got eight more years on my sentence before I can, uh, you know, get paroled or or get out on, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I'm stuck in Ohio. But like I said, I fully plan on on speaking on it a little bit more. Um, and like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna motherfuck anybody or motherfuck the company or anything like that. I just want to see where it goes, 
in the next month or so, I'll have more answers. I'll have more of a definitive answer and all that. But uh, maybe give you guys a better understanding of why I'm kind of where I'm at and where I, why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and, and and why I was starting to slowly slide back into a, a, a bad place at the end of the day. Um, but now that I've acknowledged it and I've come to terms with it, I'm going to start working on it and hopefully it doesn't continue to eat at me and, and continue to get the best of me and continue to move forward and do what I need to do at the end of the day, AKA man up, <laughs> man it up at the end of the day. Um, you know, but you know, like I said, I was, I was starting to get a little bit more anxious, even doing this show. That's why I noticed I was starting to drink more. I was starting to drink a lot more, especially and during the week. Now, weekend Saturdays have always been kind of a free for all, but I was drinking a lot more during the week, which is something that I don't like to do. I, you know, I like to have a couple beers while I do the show, three, four, five, six beers, whatever, while I do the show, which is nothing. I was getting to the points where the shows were running longer because all the shows were running longer because I could fucking get away. Like I could just shut my brain off and forget about it. And I knew as soon as the shows were over, like a fucking light switch, it was going to hit me again. So it was affecting the shows. It was affecting, starting to affect me here at home. And now that I'm more aware of it, I want to get everything kind of back, back in order, back into the flow of things, back, uh, you know, back on track for the shows. Try not to use the show as a crutch, as, as an escape, rather than not dealing with the shit that I've got going on in my head. So that's kind of where I am right now, you know. Um, I'm in a weird spot, but I didn't really have anything planned for tonight's show. Like I said, it's going to kind of, I'm, I'm figuring it's going to be very short show, very short show. Um, I just wanted to come on, kind of get that shit off my chest. Apologize to everybody. Like I said, definitely want to get those apologies out to Nikki and the kid. Um, and just kind of salute. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Sean. And that's one of the other things I want to I want to work on trying to do. Um, even if I can only get up there for about an hour a day. Um, yes, I do. Uh, I have not been in the gym for a while, and I know that was one of the things. And that's the other thing I'm starting to. That's the other thing that's kind of starting to wear on me. Um, I am putting on some weight. I am not fitting into clothes that I was fitting into. So there's a lot going on with my head right now, and it's it's like I said, I haven't gone full dark, <laughs> um, but I've been on the verge of fallen off for the last little bit now so that's definitely one of the things that have led to it i don't like the way i look i'm reaching the point where i 
cannot stand to get out of the shower and walk past the fucking mirror right now. And I know that probably some people are going to make fun of me and call me a girl or whatever. I don't care. It's just how I feel. And, and I don't like the way my clothes fit on me. You know, nothing's, you know, I've got back into my fat clothes and even they're getting a little bit snug. Oh, geez. It's a rough time. Yeah. So, but, uh, no, that's one of the. That's definitely one of the. Get back, uh, get back to uh, picking things up and putting things down. <laughs> I can pick up heavy shit. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, what's going on? Yeah, sorry, I'm rolling in a little bit, a little bit late here. Uh, dealing with some some children of mine. That's that's all right. I didn't really have a, a whole lot planned for tonight. Um, and had some issues this weekend. Yeah. Um, kind of fell off a little bit. As I was saying, I've been dealing with a lot of shit, a lot of shit weighing on my mind uh, last couple months and uh, didn't really have much planned for the show tonight. I figured I, you know, this is going to be kind of a short show. Um, I just wanted to kind of come on. I can't do a Monday Night Men's Mental Health show and continue to lie to everybody and continue to pretend like everything's perfectly fine and everything's normal. And yeah. so it was kind of like coming on here and apologizing to Nikki and the kids and, and to, to you guys uh, because I know I've kind of been dropping the ball as far as the show goes and to our listeners. So, and, and trying to get things back to normal. You know, I was just saying right when you came in, the shows I have got to get them back wrangled into, you know, three hours on Wednesdays and, you know, somewhere between one and three hours on Monday. Yeah. And Saturdays will always be Saturdays. I'm never going to change Saturdays. <laughs> Saturdays have always been, you know, the show could be an hour. The show could be six hours. We don't know, but that's right. always been Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, Fridays, I want to keep that at an hour and a half, but I was using the long shows as an escape or as a crutch, so to say, and then I was also drinking a lot more, especially during the weeks, or during the week, not just on the weekends, but even like Mondays and Wednesdays, I was getting getting pretty tipsy before we were ending the show, so yeah, and talking about wanting to get everything back in line and back in order and and especially if I'm, you know, especially if we're going to be doing a men's mental health show, that I need to either a have my mind at least somewhat right, or at least be honest enough to when things aren't going good that I can open up and talk about it. Because I can't. Yeah. You tell other people that you know you should be open and speak up and talk, and then here I am just bottling everything up and and, and completely snapping and losing my shit. Yeah. Well, so. I don't think that it's. I don't think it's something that you should have to apologize for. Uh, just, I just want you to know that, first off. Um, secondly, dude, you are, uh, first of all, you're a great guy. Uh, the fact, like, I know that that seems like a really redundant thing to say. And, like, you know, everybody, everybody talks about Glick and how much they love him. And he's the champ and all the things. Um, it's actually quite different. Most people cannot stand me. And most people think I'm an asshole. I mean, let's be honest. But. The thing, the thing, the thing is, Chris, is you are 
believe it or not, you are loved by most of the people around you. Most, I say most because nobody's loved by everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and dude, this, this show would not be here if it weren't for you. And the point of this show, the point of Monday night, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. The point of Monday night is for you to be vulnerable and it's hard. It's hard. I know that you had an interesting, interesting upbringing and things haven't been easy for you. And I know, especially over these last five years, it's, it's definitely not been easy, easy for you. Mm-hmm. And you're still trying to get you back in, back in check, let alone a whole nother show where you're talking about mental health and, and, and giving other people advice. You know, it, sometimes it feels weird to tell other people that, you know, this is how you should do it when you're, you're not doing it the same way. And it's okay, though. I'm seriously guilty of that. I've actually been told it's, that by many people. They're like, look, you can give some of the best advice, but sometimes if you would just sit down and listen to yourself, mm-hmm. take your own advice, and like, why? <laughs> it's, it's hard, buddy. Yeah. It's hard, buddy, and it's okay. You don't need to apologize to us. Forgive yourself. Like you don't need to apologize to anybody. If you should apologize to somebody, apologize to yourself and forgive yourself, dude. If you've had a shortcoming or a shortfall or, or you feel like you've been lacking and we haven't spoken up about it, dude, we are candid people and you know this. Oh, yeah. If we felt, if we felt like you were lacking in some way, shape, or form, uh, I know that Jeff probably would have told you something. And I would have said something to you, or I would have checked in on you. So forgive yourself because we already have. And the people that love you already have, buddy. So I, I don't want you to think that just because you're not okay, or if you're not following your own advice, that this Monday night show should be any different, brother. Oh, no, yeah. No, it, it just... <laughs> it's just more of... <laughs> How am I supposed to be like, hey, this is what we're doing, and I'm not even doing it myself at the end of the day. Uh, and, and, you know, this show is about showing weakness and showing vulnerability and letting our guards down. And, you know, even if we have, you know, as as the show it, it expands and grows, if other men want to come on the show and join us and, and you know, and, and, and hang out or whatever the case may be or chit-chat or share their story or whatever, I'm open to that. It don't matter who you are. You don't even necessarily have to be – quote-unquote, one of our friends. If you just want to be somebody that listens to the show and you want to come on and share your story, all you got to do is let us know. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I just... I can't... If I'm not going to do it, I, I you know, I can't expect anybody else to do it. And I, and, and like I said, I, I the last couple months I've been dealing with a lot and a lot's been on my, head or, or on my mind and just wearing at me. And, and like I said... You know, I gotta, I gotta rein the shows back in. They're starting to get out of control, and I, like I said, it was, maybe, <laughs> it was, it was more of an escape for me. I don't have to think about the bullshit. And again, I was starting to head down a dangerous path of drinking to, to numb the, numb the, numb, numb the, I don't know, pain or, or, or silence the voices in my head. So. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get that under control as well. So, yeah, you know, like I said, getting the shows back back to where they need to be with the marks and hitting the breaks and and I say like I'm still there and I'm still doing my thing, but I've really let the shows slack. And 
we're not hitting our breaks like like I like I used to like to do. We're not. I'm not even. I mean, I'm ten after tonight. I'm ten freaking shows behind. Well, I'm eleven shows behind if you count my music show. Yeah. Just because I haven't had the desire or motivation to do the work at the end of the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, hey man, you can holler at me if you need if you need help. If you need help running running something or getting something done. Yeah. I might I might be busy, but uh I've I've never got too much it's, on my plate to help out with the show, brother. Yeah, it's just I, I just I haven't had the motivation for much of anything at all. I mean it's just kind of get up, go to work, come home, do the show, do my thing. Yeah. And, and 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 then on Fridays, you know, it's like I get home and I got to download music. I should have music downloaded like Thursday uh, instead of Friday. And then Friday, yeah. I come home and spend a couple hours posting the shows and stuff like that. So it, I kind of talked to Nikki a little bit about it Saturday. But at the same time, I also don't want to burden her with too much of like the like the financial stuff and shit like that because she's got her own thing she's wearing she's she's doing and or she's got to do and stuff like that. So it's like I just got to refocus and 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 now that I've now that I've realized okay this I, I'm I'm fucking slipping again. Taking care of your mental health is an act of self love. Self love. Exactly, I agree, hundred percent. And and I was good for a long time. Like I said, I've been good for a, for a long time. It's this last couple months with shit going on with work and and, and, and different other things going on. It, B, come clean up the table. It uh, it freaking happened. But uh, now that I'm aware of it, now we're now we're getting now we're getting this this ship. The ship righted, so to say. Connor, I want to run something by you real quick because I don't want to continue to beat this dead horse. Just know, guys, uh, get out to Nikki and the kids. I do apologize. I haven't quite been myself lately, and I don't like that to, uh, you know, you guys. I know you said I don't owe anybody, but to you guys and to our listeners, we're, I'm going to get this shit back on track. We're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be golden. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna get back to. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get back to our nonsensical ways. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> That's the other thing. I mean, there's a lot on my plate when it comes to this show too. And it's like, man alive, I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. I pro I promise you that, Sean. I will never become Antonio Brown. <laughs> I promise you that, brother. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, with the with the new quote-unquote, branding, restructuring, Wednesdays and Saturdays, uh, as I was saying at the beginning of the show, are nonsensical nonsense. Fridays are Glick's House of Music. Tuesdays are Pennies and Dimes Makes 11 Cents, whatever that is. I, think, I don't know. <laughs> they're starting that this week. I don't know. <laughs> and then Mondays, I'm kind of floating around a couple names, and I really like this one. Man Up Monday. Mm -hmm. And mainly because we were talking about men's mental health and we're dealing with men's mental health and we're having the discussions and we're, we're hitting the hard topics and, and whatnot. And 
you know, throughout the years, telling somebody to man up kind of has a negative condensation or whatever. And that's not even a word. connotation. Connotation. Thank you. That's not the <laughs> condensation. Yeah, it gets all wet. And <laughs> I didn't finish the fifth grade for nothing. <laughs> However, I want to fucking put a twist on it because if you actually look up man up in the def the definition of man up, it means to be courageous, to mean means to show courage, to be brave, to step up and do something that others won't do. And it has had such a negative note on it for so many years. <laughs> and take the negativity out of it and say that we are manning up because we are being brave, we are being courageous, and we are willing to take that step to be the voice and 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 hopefully help others that might be going through some shit. You know, I just spent almost 45 minutes talking about me slipping and dropping the ball. And I've got to be better about, look, if we're here on a Monday night and some shit's going through my head or going on, I got to say, hey, guys, can I have 10 minutes? Because I got I got to talk about this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moist. So, mm -hmm. you know, I want to take the negativity away from man up and I want to put a positive spin on it. Um. So when we say man up Monday, it's not in a negative light. It's in a positive light, letting everybody know that just because you're being told to man up doesn't make you any less of a man. What about man up, speak up? Man up what? Man up, speak up. Man up, speak up. What is man that? Man up, speak up. Oh, man up, speak up. Yeah, I like that too. As I said, we're going to kind of play around with the title, and you'll be here so you can – Ding dong! What what does speak up mean? What do you mean? What does speak up mean? I thought you said Sika. I thought you said man up. Like, like a missile. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a big. I've never been a big fan of it either. Moist. Respectful, respectfully. Are you stupid or something? <laughs> <laughs> Mom always said stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> <laughs> man up, Sika. What? <laughs> <laughs> like Sika yeah. virus? Yeah. No, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of play around, you know, we'll kind of bounce around different titles and see what sticks and what works. And just kind of what I went with tonight. You know, I like the weekly bro check, but, you know, I'd also kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I blew on my nose. Whew. I've been having a hell of a day, like allergies wise. I think because it's it's starting to warm up a little bit out here. Mm. I've been having like my my nose is getting clogged up, and I go to blow my nose, and it's it's the pollen, but it's also super dry still. So all of that stuff, like I, I got blowing snot, blowing blood out of my face, and it's just lovely. My fucking face hurts like hell. But anyway, you know, I know this show is about sharing and uh, and opening up and stuff. There's just some things that maybe. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Shut up, I hate you. <laughs> you know, when you got uh, weird, slimy, mucusy substances and, uh, you know, blood coming out of places that typically it normally don't. You know, you wanna... <laughs> oh, keep that to yourself, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't want to keep it to myself. If I can't tell it to the show, who the hell am I going to tell it to? Come on, man. <laughs> Your wife? I don't know. She, she said for well, better no, or worse. She... <laughs> She only she only finds out about the the blood coming out of other orifices. 
Yeah, she said she's. I'm pretty sure when you guys got married, she said for better or worse, in sickness and in hell. So oh, wait a minute, why is your cum bloody? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on here? But uh, <laughs> Sean, I don't think it's wise to take advice from Wheeler Walker or Walker Wheeler, whatever he he's calling himself these days. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, like I said, it's just, uh, man, I, uh, this this was a this was a whirlwind of a of a weekend, so to say, around here for me. So, oh, but uh, it is <laughs> it's 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 funny because I literally just spent last Monday talking about. Uh, depression and, and 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 you know the signs of it and symptoms and this that and the other thing and it was like then all week it was like fuck I didn't realize it and here I am uh going down this goddamn road and it kind of just came to a hit Friday night so to say but uh everybody's everybody's still uh alive nobody's unalived <laughs> Nobody's buried in the backyard. So that's good. That's a plus. Oh my gosh. Hello? Hello? Sorry, I was looking at... uh, so Mark just messaged me from talking shit uh, about maybe March 18th for our collaboration show for the Monday night. Yeah. Uh, so a little something on. Yeah. I think I got it in my beard. Oh, that sounds yummy. <laughs> Let me know next time. I'd like to grab a taste. Yeah, right. We'll say, you know, I, I, you know, my my original from going after, uh, you know, uh, my original idea. I'm gonna have to push. I'm gonna have to push the next Monday. Uh, shit, never mind that. Well, maybe. Oh wait. Are you okay? Holy shit! Do I smell toast? I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Good Christ. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm like, because this weekend's all crazy. So, because we're, oh, we're going out on Thursday. So, I wanted to, I wanted to. <laughs> I'm doing dishes too. So, I need you to take it down unless you want to leave it up. I don't know where the hell that's at. I forgot we had that. <laughs> that's old. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from a time when I actually had a stroke. Uh, a stroke. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about. Uh, I'm getting too far ahead again. I've got ADHD brain, scrambled brain over here. Like, okay, apparently, uh, not going to be here Friday, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, Saturday, that'll be you and Jeff. Yep. I won't be Saturday. Uh, well, time on Monday to do this show. I think I will be. Uh, as you damn well should. Well, we're we're leaving Thursday night, and then we're coming back Monday. Okay. 
But we should be back. We're, I think we're going to come back Monday after. Where Where are you guys heading to? Uh, we're going up to uh, We're going up to PA. So you know. Oh, that's right. That's right. You, I remember you mentioned that. Um, that's been like I've tried to make this uh, as you know, Nikki and I. <laughs> uh, the other day was her one anniversary of move move of, of her moving in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other thing has kind of been not necessarily weighing super heavy on my mind, but as of late, with everything else compiled on, I feel bad because she literally left her everything behind. She she she's never really been out of her her hometown. Yeah. Born and raised there. All of her friends are there. All of her family's there. Everything she knows is there. And I think it's another thing that's kind of been weighing on my mind lately. Is like I feel bad for her because she just dropped up. She just literally dropped everything and came here to, to, yeah. to for us to be together. You know, great. And we try to go back as much as we possibly can. And we, we go back for her friend's birthdays and surprising. We go back for her, her son's birthday and her parents' birthdays and holidays and stuff like that, which, which is relatively easy to do because I have no family or anything like that that I have to worry about spending the holidays with, and we can take the kids with us. You know, we yeah. go because like her parents love the kids and the kids love her parents. As so, grandparents and grandkids usually do, I said usually. Exactly. Yeah, Nikki had two boys, and she's the only kid. You know, she's an only child. So, you know, now they got two granddaughters. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and of course, her dad is just her dad and Cash are like two peas in a damn pod. And, and I love seeing it. I love it for the kids because it almost breaks my heart. Their actual real grandparents aren't around in the picture and the grandparents that they do have are Nikki's parents and then uh their mom's fiance, his his grandparents. Yeah. Parents aren't even around. Like they're not even in the picture because they choose not to be. And then these these two other sets of grandparents are coming in out of nowhere and gladly filling the void. It's like that's just crazy to me. And the kids love them. So, I mean, like I said, they enjoy going out to PA when they get to go with us and, and spend time with them and hang out and all that jazz. So, yeah. this is just a, this is just a Nikki and I trip. So, we're going to go up. Uh, Fuck them kids. <laughs> other day. Uh, so we're going up for her birthday this weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> And I try to take like either Friday off or Friday and Monday off or Monday off because I hate to go up there on a Friday after I get off work. I get off work at like freaking three thirty, get home at four. By the time we get out of here, it's like four thirty at the earliest. Yep. We're getting up there at seven thirty, eight o'clock. So, and then we have Saturday, and then we get up Sunday, and it feels like we're it's just rush. So I try to take a day or two extra off so we can spend an extra day or two up there. So. You know, we get we get a couple full days and not just one day, and then like rush out. You know, the very next day. So try to make that. You know, so so, so that and she gets more time with her with her friends and stuff like that. So and yeah. seeing her parents and her I'll son. be right back, Chris. Sorry, give me a second. Oh, you're good. So, 
but I think that's one of the other things that started to compile onto everything else. It's just like, because oh, ah. <laughs> I feel bad. But anywho. So I am, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make an effort to be more open. Plus in the long run, it's going to help me. So I don't find myself in these shitty situations like I was this weekend. Uh, I'm going to make an effort to be a little bit more open, a little bit more honest with you guys and with myself. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, and I'm going to start making some changes around here. You know, I do want to start trying to go to the gym. Like, uh, you know, even if I go for an hour a day, just get in there, get a quick workout in. So, and that's, and, you know, your physical health can, can start. It's one of those things. Your physical health will also affect your mental health. As we've talked about with like Connor and, and all his medical issues and stuff like that, it starts to take its toll on you. And, you know, am I, am I unhealthy? Am I physically unhealthy? No, I'm a pretty healthy guy for the most part. You know, I got some like banged up back and knee and shoulder and stuff like that, but that's all injuries that happened when I was younger. Uh, but for being a big guy, I'm pretty healthy for the most part, but I'm not physically where I want to be. So that's weighing on my mind as well. So, you know, I'll get there though. <laughs> get back down, drop some, drop some LBs. If I, you know, That'll that'll take some weight off of my mind, figuratively and literally. I guess you could say at the end of the day. So, like I said, I do apologize for tonight as well because I'm just kind of all over the place and I didn't really have a plan for tonight. Um, I just wanted to kind of come in and tell you guys where I was and what was going on, and hopefully start to get things back on track because I feel horrible. I feel horrible for, especially for Nikki. Um, but um, it'll be all good. Down the road. So. <laughs> I am a chronic apologetic apologizer. I think. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a chronic apologizer. I think I don't even know if that's a real thing, but it might be. So in the future, I will say this. In the future, uh, there's certain subjects that I want to I want to uh, 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 touch on. Um. And I know it's like a men's mental health show, but I think it's going to benefit both genders. Oh, I am my own worst. I am my own worst enemy. Like, I am my own worst enemy and my own worst critic. <laughs> I, I give myself so much shit. Um, and always will. It's always, uh, it's always fun. 
<laughs> right here. Just living right here. Right? Oh no, I am I'm 100% guilty of it. I I apologize for other people. I don't even have to have anything to do with it. And I I'll, I'll apologize for other people. Hey, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> the joys of being a Libra. <laughs> Scales equal bipolar. <laughs> I don't know. 100% is. 100% is. Uh, I do, and Connor and I were talking about this. I do want to talk about like that down the road when we when we do our show with our vets and our veterans and stuff like that i want to talk about the, like the ptsd and stuff like that and not only that but um i was what the hell? i was found myself in a rabbit hole And I don't know how it happened. And I don't know how I got there. Yeah. Trust me, I'm going to address narcissists down the road. Uh, that's going to be a whole ass Monday show. Um, but I found myself in this rabbit hole the other day. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Male domestic violence survivors, whether it's physical or mental or or whatever the case is, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to speak on that. I want to talk about that because, and I don't think they'll ever hear it because <laughs> you know, they're... They're, they don't listen to my dumb shit or my tirades or anything like that, but um, I've gone through it physically and mentally a couple different occasions. So I found myself in this rabbit hole, and I was like, oh, I really want to talk about that at some point down the road. Um, and then, like, dealing with a narcissist and... I've had conversations with a few people who have had their own run-ins. So yeah, you know, it is a men's show, but I think it's going to I think it's going to you know, hopefully have a positive light uh, for both genders. I'm going to I want to look up the, I want to watch that video that you sent me by the way. Uh was it Dor Darva Darvo Dorvo Dorva something like that? I want to look at that. I want to look at that video. Um, but because I, I think, I think the percentage is like 13% of men actually report domestic violence. And I can't remember what the percentage is. I'll, I'll, I'll have the, per, I'll have the numbers and the percentages when I, when I, when we talk about this. Yeah. Darvo. Um, uh, and there's somebody, 
I don't think I'm going to get her on this show, but I want to reach out to her. Again, you miss 100% of the shots that, that you don't take. And I think it's going to be extremely polarizing. Probably not too beneficial for us, but she has a very large following and she is an advocate for men's rights, uh, standing up for men, protecting men and, 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 and speaking out for men to, you know, uh, you know, so again, the patriarchy does this to men though. It's the same as the, exactly. And that's why I want to take the, uh, that's why I want to take the negative note away from man up and, and put it on a pot. I want to put a positive spin on it, put it into a positive freaking light because it's actually a good fucking thing. When, 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 when you, when men, men up, it's actually a positive thing. It's actually a good thing. If you look at the definition of it, it's actually a good thing. And, you know, my generation growing up, we were directly affected by the man up mentality, you know? So, but um, again, I don't think it's going to happen, but you know, hey, shoot for the stars, right? <laughs> and I, it may backfire and kick me in the ass if I have her on the show, but but uh, it'll be worth it. Yeah, but um, some 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 ideas I want to talk about uh, down the road, and you know, try to line people up, maybe get some guests who want to come up. Uh, March, it looks like. Um, March 18th, I'll have, to, I'll have to confirm it, but March 18th, we're going to do a team up with uh, Mark and Brian from the Talking Shit podcast uh, and do a show together focused on men's, uh, obviously on the men's mental health side. So that'll be, that'll be a fun show. That'll be a good show. So I have ideas, but again, you know, we can share, but I would also like to have some stats. I don't want to become a fucking, you know, nerd just going 82% of men in relationships are victims of domestic violence and 13% of the men, they don't report it because they don't want to come across. Like, I want to actually share stories, but still have some numbers to back up what we're talking about without sounding like complete fucking nerds. <laughs> so, but, you know, uh, and then just, you know, relationships in general, uh, because, a lot of men don't talk about relationships or, or being in relationships or, or the struggles of being in relationships. We just kind of go through the motions. I would love to have a panel where we talk about that. Uh, and, and things where, you know, what makes your relationship work? What makes your relationship strong? Yeah, exactly. But I don't have to be a complete uh, freaking nerd and have every statistic. <laughs> you know, I can have the basics and kind of, you know, uh, I, I, I better be careful or I'll be just going to a men's mental health website and sharing it on the screen and reading it off. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But a lot of things I want to do with this show, a lot of, a lot of roads I want to go down and avenues I want to. I want to I want to 
poke my head into, I guess you could say, and 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 whatnot. Uh, um, and hopefully grow myself. Hopefully grow and be a little bit better myself. It's not all about you know, you know. Hopefully, I can better myself. Maybe Connor and you know, uh, I don't know if Brian will ever become a a, a full time part of the show like like we had talked about it. Um, but uh, and I so I, yeah, I gotta understand he's an hour behind us. He's got work and stuff like that. I'm not here to be credible. I'm just here to hear myself talk. <laughs> at the end of the day. But um Yes, I know you're one of the biggest ones that was uh in my ear. <laughs> Woohoo. Hello. Because I'm a blowout. <laughs> I hope so. I hope mainly more 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 people than myself. <laughs> I don't know his name yet, Carson. Um, Franklin what, what did I miss? It's an important subject matter, and I'm proud of you for taking it on. I think I think I think we can take it on in a way where we can be serious about it, but then we can also have our moments of not so so serious and still have fun. Um, not just kind of like I said, I didn't really have much planned for tonight, other than just kind of coming on here and, 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 and just kind of feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, no, yeah, no, not feeling sorry for myself. Just <laughs> yeah, letting everybody look. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I dropped the ball, but I'm good. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting it fixed. Type deal. But uh, I just kind of thinking and just kind of rambling out loud about some of the ideas that I have that I have, like you know. You know, male domestic violence. We can line up some veterans and talking to you guys about, or you know, obviously you were going to run that. So, you know, talking about the PTSD and the struggles of being away from home and and, and this that and the other thing. Mm -hmm. uh, male survivors of domestic violence. Yeah. Uh, dealing with narcissists. Uh, you know, just like relationship talk, like conversations about relationships you know things that help your relationship uh, the struggles of being in a relationship you know the ups and downs and stuff like that and what makes your you know what makes people's relationships work and shit like that and, you know just yeah. trying to hopefully expand and grow to the point where you know people would will, will be willing to come on the show and, and and hang out with us and chit chat with us you know complete strangers or friends of friends of ours whatever the case may be and then March 18th, it looks like we're going to do the team up with Mark and Brian from uh, from uh, Talking Shit. So sounds like a, a fun it's, time. Yeah, it's it's a it's a heavy subject to take on, and especially I don't think a lot of people expect it coming from from us um, because we are known for being, uh, you know, we've made a reputation for 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 being. Yeah, uh, fun-loving, good time, fuckheads. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. telling fart and dick jokes all the time to, you know. But it's 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 again, it's a part of growth. It's where as you grow, you change, and as you change, you grow. So, 
Well, and and we and we, you know, I kind of was thinking the same thing. I was actually thinking like that's going to work in our favor. We're known for being fuckheads and fuck offs, but you know, <laughs> we're real at least at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, Well, I, 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 no, I keep trying to say something and then you keep talking and I'm not trying to cut you off. So I'm trying oh, to no, finish, finish your thoughts. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to tell you to shut the fuck up. You're a smart guy. You know things. I'm a pretty um, smart smeller. A fart smeller. No, I think that, that the fact that, I mean, as as silly of, of people as we are, <laughs> to put in, a, in nice words, because my kids are awake, as silly of people as we are, uh, it is. I, I feel like it's almost important that we are the ones to do this show, to do this Monday night, um, because I, I think that a lot of people have this misconception that the the people who act happy and funny, especially the people who who you think are the funniest people on earth, or have a dark sense of humor, but it it always kills and it's always funny when they say it. You know, yada yada yada. Um, a lot of the times, the people with those senses of humor, with with uh, that tell jokes are are trying to uh, find an ex- escape for themselves, uh, and, and a lot of humor that that comes from that comes from dark pasts. Uh, and I think that it's important that we show, uh, and I think that we've shown with uh, with Haas, and uh, a little bit with you, and maybe maybe a little bit with me, but not really. But uh, that 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 you know. Even though we are these these characters, everybody has a past. Everybody has a background, and even the the nicest of people, the best of people, look at Robin Robin Williams, have have huge huge problems. I was just gonna say Robin Williams, one of his more famous quotes when it comes to you know mental health and mental health awareness. Is Robin Williams said, "I think the saddest people always try their hardest to make people happy because they know what it feels like." To feel absolutely worthless, and they don't want anyone else to feel like that. Yep. And it doesn't matter how many times I read that, or how many times I hear that, or how many times I say it. It still hits me really hard. And it, it's it, it's a tough truth, and it's one that I think a lot of people don't fully believe. Um, I know that especially when I was in high school, I can I can look back and I can remember. Uh, you know, the class clowns who everyone enjoyed or the, the popular kids and that, that were all funny. Uh, a lot of them ended up as, as they, as they got older and I started to get to know them as, as actual friends instead of just, you know, people I went to school with is they all had really dark pasts and things that they were running from through their humor um, or through their, their charismaticness. And it's it, it's something that I think isn't uh, isn't touched on enough, which is is people utilizing their what everyone else thinks is their better traits uh, mm-hmm. to run from the things that hurt them. Well, I had had that um, I had that um, Robin Williams quote sent to me by a, a very good friend of mine who had seen me probably at my lowest, at my darkest point. And uh, he sent me that one day and he was like, you know, I've read this a lot. And every time I've read it, I read it. The first person I always think of is you. 
And I read it, and I was kind of like, eh, whatever. And then uh, later that night, I was I was sitting in my truck. And this was sent to me years ago. I was sitting in my truck, and I, I reread it, and it hit me hard. And then it was like I, I came to that realization is that it's 100% true. Like you just said, man, you know, we like to hide behind uh, our humor. Mm-hmm. Humorous is a defense mechanism, says Leggy. Steers it. Humor. It's a good thing I can't fucking speak because I basically said humor is <laughs> defense mechanism. Don't worry, I got you. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I've always been guilty of that. I've always been kind of goofball and, and, and I enjoy, you know, not being serious. But um, do we have one? But you know, do we have anything to heat it up. Yeah, a microwave, a blowtorch. Yes, yes, we have a furnace that will heat the house, but it's not cold in here. You're just <laughs> cold because you're sick. Oh, Nobody else is cold. It's just you. You are. Ah, uh, yes. Who knew we were so multifaceted? Well, like Sorry. I said, don't let people know how smart I truly am, because then the bar is set really low. So their expectations of me are set really low, and then. It's easier that way. Um, but no, on that on that subject, uh, since I've gotten out, I have had to be checked by Nikki, particularly uh, on my on my sense of humor and and dark humor, I should say. Uh, a, pr- a particular instance shortly after we got here, my wife's best friend, who's lived out here for like her entire fucking life. Uh, came over and she was hanging out and um she was she's like you know hey connor how's it been since you got out blah 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 and jokingly i said well you know i'm just just hanging out looking for ropes and wobbly stools (laughs) and she was like what and i was like you know looking for places to hang things that weigh 270 pounds ish yeah, <laughs> and she, she was like, "Are you talking about you suicide?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm kidding." She was like, oh, what is wrong with you? Like, that's a touchy subject for me because, you know, three years ago, me and my husband's best friend killed himself, and I was like, "What? Yes," and I was like, "Oh." Does is that not something that everyone jokes about? And my wife was like, "No, and you really need to stop." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I sat there and I apologized to her because I was like, "Listen, I I am not free from from having lost my fair share of people. I mean, I yeah. within the within my first year of being in the military, I lost one of my my good friends from high school who joined the Navy and on the boat hung himself with his belt." And I was like, you know, it's not that I'm in, I'm desensitized to it as much as like, that's my coping mechanism. And uh, we've used it so often that uh, at this point, it's just become normal. It, it's that kind of humor. How you been? Well, kind of shitty. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a joke about this, even though that's not really how I really feel. <laughs> and then normal people hear you and they're like, are you okay? Okay. I'm so, like, yeah, are you? 
somebody hears you out in public, and next thing you know, you're getting Baker acted for three days. <laughs> yeah, and and the common the common joke of the in the military is you know you end up in a in a spongy room with a white coat on. The hug me coat. coat that you can't move. Yeah, a hug me coat that you can't move your arms in. Yeah, just like keep talking like that. That's where you'll be. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's you know it, 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 it depending upon your you know your situation or your background or whatever you know your 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 sense of humor is uh, you know where you would make jokes like that. I had I, you know I had a tendency of being you know a little bit more raunchy raunchier or whatnot just just like yeah i i yeah i still make them from time to time but i'm not as yeah. bad as i used to be but like over sexual joke or over sexualized jokes or whatever and like i said we still make them it's just not as bad as it used to be i mean like literally everything was turned into some kind of weird sex joke or, or whatever you know <laughs> but uh, right. Sorry, I'm yelling right. at my children to to go get ready for bed while also trying to hold a conversation. It's harder than you'd think. I know. I'm trying to get my son to touch <laughs> And he's currently choosing to not listen. Yeah. No. My apparently he's deaf. My middle child is uh, yeah. suffering from a rough little headache, and he fell asleep on the couch for the last twenty minutes. While I was getting the kitchen cleaned up and starting on their dinner, so by the time I had finished making their dinner, he was zonked. Yeah. And he woke up and he's been he's had a headache all day and everything. And I'm like, well, sorry about you. I need you to eat so that you can go to bed. That was that was yeah. cash last Monday. I picked him up from 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 his mom's and he got in the car. I was like, what's wrong, buddy? He was like, oh, I got a headache. And I was like, oh man, because it just had my middle my middle one. She uh. She had strep through and through B the week before. Yeah. And, you know, and then he comes home and I was like, oh, crap, I got to keep an eye on him. Hopefully he's not sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going to. Oh, no, I didn't need No, I didn't need that. But thank okay. you. Put this back. I was going to ask you if you got in the shower yet, buddy. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you need beer? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, speaking of no, I, we shall appear. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm good. Uh, but uh, the fuck is that? Talk? Oh yeah, yeah. So I was talking about your kid being sick. Let me keep an eye on him. I gave him some Tylenol, and then and he came home and kind of lounged around. And I was like, man, I hope he's not getting sick now. And then <laughs> gave, gave him some uh, cold medicine, you know, old Dayquil or whatever, Nightquil at night. He was going in and out and sleeping and whatnot, and then he uh, finally fell asleep for a couple hours, and it was early. And then, he, of course, about the time Nikki and I were getting ready to go to bed, he wakes up, and I'm like, dude, it's like midnight, bro. I said, you can sleep on the couch, but you really got to try to go to sleep. And the next morning, I could tell he was back to a normal self, so he just had a headache or whatever. It was kind of whooping his ass. So they're that young, man. They can't deal with a headache like, like, like we can. Yeah. So he and I picked him up from school and I was like, How you feel, dude? I, I could hear it in his voice and see it in his in his actions. I was like, Oh, he's good. All right, we're <laughs> he's fine. He just he definitely just had a headache last week. So we're good. We don't have to worry about step third or 
flu A or flu B or COVID. Oh. You being with your headache last Monday. Yeah, there's something about a kid being sick that will ruin your whole thing. Yeah, exactly. like Car Carson okay. got sick uh, while we were at my mother-in-law's house while we were staying with her uh, a couple months ago. And it wasn't like a, oh, I feel terrible kind of sick. It was a, uh, it was a, oh, I'm going to throw up now kind of get sick. And so he felt like fine. And out of nowhere, he just started throwing up. And I was like, well, couldn't be food poisoning because we all ate the same thing last night. So he woke up, threw up, and he was supposed to go to, like, I don't know, Santa Claus thing down in Evansville or something like that, yada, yada, yada. And so my mother-in-law ended up taking my wife and my two other kids, and I stayed home with the sick one, you know, because I drew the short damn straw. And... uh I told him, I was like, listen, dude, I just, I need you to stay in your room all day. Everything like this. You know, I, I, I don't want you throwing up in grandma's living room. Yeah. Right. All this shit. And he was like, well, can I at least have the switch? And my dumb ass said, yes. So he laid down in his bed and played switch for probably two hours. And then I was sitting on the couch in the living room and I heard, <coughs> I was like, oh, well, he's probably just coughing. And then I heard, Dad. <laughs> I like, Fuck. Mm. And I walked in there, and he had spewed all over the damn switch. Oh, oh shit. I'm like, you know the, the joy, where the Joy-Cons go down the little slides or whatever on the sides of the switch? Mm -hmm. He had chunks stuck in between them. And I was... It... it no, I, I cleaned it off before it became broken, Bryson. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's uh, one of those things. It's like, ah, oh, damn it, dude. I, like, I was shit, like, you fucking sorry idiot. You and you're throwing up and you're sick. But, bro, like, couldn't point the puker. Point the puker somewhere else. Yeah, like, another $300 gaming device, man. <laughs> yeah. But I was like sitting there looking at the switch, like, eh, should I spend three hundred dollars or should I sit here cleaning puke out of a switch? <laughs> so, so you know, speaking like, so as dads, and, and again, you know, great thing about this show is we can speak candidly as dads. Excuse me. Um, so I didn't mind handling, you know. The pee and the poop or the shit or whatever, you know, if the kids mm -hmm. were sick, I would get up with them, even regular when they were babies. I got up with them in the middle of the night, I'd change diapers, I'd feed them, I'd do all of that. But one thing is, and even to this day, and especially now that they're older, you know, when they were babies, it was just like spit up. That's one thing. But now that they're older and they're eating oh. food, like, you know, <laughs> when they get Dude, sick, I, throw vomit, up. I cannot do vomit. Nope, I'm the same way. I can do I can do everything else. You know, blood. They cut themselves. I got you. I got you. I'll, you know, mm -hmm. we'll get you cleaned up. We'll bandage you up. Whatever. If you're throwing up, you better get that shit in the toilet or get it because <laughs> I ain't cleaning nothing up. And I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to fucking smell it. Nope, it I'm with you on that. Over. I was I was so mad that I had to clean that stuff up. I am so. <laughs> I'm. 
You have animals or anything like that? You got dogs or cats or anything? Yeah, yeah, we got dogs. I can't do any sort of vomit. So, so yeah, when I was when Nikki and I had first gotten married, uh, Carson was probably a year old, maybe less. We had a, a little beagle boxer mix. Cutest fucking dog I've ever met in my life. Um, but anyway, he had he was allergic to fucking everything under the sun. Everything. And so if he went outside and chewed on the grass, he'd throw up. And every fucking dog goes outside and chews on the fucking grass. Well, a lot of times they eat the grass when their belly's upset. Well, he would do it every day. Oh. And, um, but like he had to have certain dog food. And if he didn't get that, his stomach would get upset and yada, yada, yada. Well, we went over to, uh, there's something about this fucking place, Indiana. We were out here hanging out with uh, one of my wife's friends and we, sp- we stayed the night in her trailer. And I woke up to, uh, Cooper, I couldn't remember his goddamn name for a second. I fell down. But uh, I woke up to Cooper fucking, you know, and I was like, oh, God. And he threw up, and it was because he got into the to their dog's um, food bowl. Oh, shit. And you could still see the fucking kibbles. And my wife was... My wife was like, I need you to clean that up or I'm going to throw up. And I was like, I'm not going to do much better. And my friend looked at me like, I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I, can't, I think I think I, 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 I picked up one like one like handful of the puke in a paper towel. Yes. If you want, if you're done, then go get in PJs and pull up. I think I picked up one in a paper with a paper towel and a plastic bag over my hand. Yeah, and as soon as I grabbed it, I ran outside and threw up everywhere. Yeah, everything that I had had for breakfast gone, and my wife was like, "I hate you. I'll clean it up." (laughs) I I can, I can do everything else. I can't, I can't handle vomit. I don't know if that makes me a bad dad. I'll be a bad dad. I don't care, you know. But I, I can't, I can't handle the vomit. And I told Nikki that, like, her dog, sometimes she's got a sensitive stomach. It, it, she's not allergic to, she's got a little bit of a sensitive stomach. And, I, and first time she, I said, I said, baby, I'm going to tell you right now, if she throws up, I can't. I said, I can do a lot of things, but if she throws up, I'm out. I'm out the game. Yeah. Don't even look at me. Don't even acknowledge me. You just pretend like I don't exist. You just pretend like I'm the invisible man. You don't see my ass. I'm nowhere to be found. She's like, okay, don't worry, I got it. I was like, you, you have no idea. This, I don't mind the sound. Like if she's over there going hur, hur, that, like that, don't bother me. But when to see it and smell it, and it, oh, it matters none that I already have like super sensitive sense of smell. Anyways, I'm like a fucking bloodhound. Dude, the smell uh, is so bad. And, and, and as soon as I'm like get get her, as soon as she starts going, hur, hur, I'm like, get her outside, get her outside because it's I'm gonna <laughs> smell it. It's going to be stuck in my nose all night long, and I'm going to be sitting here on the verge of throwing up my I, – I, I can't – shit, whatever. I'll clean it up. No big deal. I'll clean it up as best I can. I'll get the little carpet shampooer out, and I'll, I'll shampoo the carpet right there on the spot, no no matter how <laughs> – it could be as solid as concrete or as runny as chicken noodle soup. 
I'll put it on trip for out for days. That don't bother me. Yeah. Yep. No, and I and I'm, I'm with you. There's something about the smell that will get me every fucking time. And it was the same yeah. way with the kids. Even with like when they were babies, and they would spit up like formula or breast milk. Like if I was holding one of the kids and they spit up, I had to I had to hand them to to, to their mom because I I was like I gotta go change or I'm gonna start throwing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh god! I had to explain to like my son when he would. You know, the girls were great. If they were like sick or whatever, even when they were young, and if they were throwing up, they would try to get to a trash can or get to the toilet. Cash, he will literally, if his if his stomach's fucked up, he'll just sit there, like he'll be sitting on the couch and just go. Ugh. And I'm like, dude, yep. like, dude, come on, man. You know you get a warning. You know you get a warning. Get to the trash can. Get to the sink. Get to the toilet. Get to the bathtub. I don't care. But don't just sit. There. <laughs> yeah, your your warning is when the whole world goes. <laughs> that's your that's your cue to get the yeah. fuck out of my out of my living room. I don't mind like listening or, or like being able to hear it, but something about hearing the not just the sound of the the heave, yeah. but like if if they throw up in the toilet and you hear the <clears throat> and it sounds like someone's pouring water into the toilet, I get, <laughs> I get chills. Oh, you're just like, oh. I, you know, being, you know, and thankfully Nikki hasn't had to deal with it, but being a single dad the last, you know, the last four or five, not the last five years, uh, you know, uh, I, I got to the point where, like, if Cash or one of the girls got sick and they, like, threw up on the floor or something like that. I didn't even get paper towels. Or I just grabbed the vacuum cleaner. I was like, I don't, I'll with, I'll, you know, I'll take the vacuum cleaner and I'll fucking, I'll hose it out. I'll, I'll stick it outside, and then tomorrow. I'll, but I would get the vacuum cleaner and I would just vacuum the vomit up. I, I, I couldn't handle it, man. And, and or if I like when I had a carpet shampoo before the one that we just, I would, I would just be like, go up, fuck it, I'm gonna vacuum it, and I'm gonna run the carpet shampoo over it. And just call it a day. I don't know if that makes me a bad dad or not, but <laughs> dad. I'll, I'll deal with that later on down the road. It doesn't make you a bad dad. It just makes you a bit of a puss. Don't think I didn't think about it, Benj. <laughs> Benj, you said uh -huh. I'm packing pack up to move. <laughs> don't think I didn't All right, think we got to buy new carpets. We got some last week. <laughs> yeah. Don't think I didn't think about it. The first time Cash got sick, the first time he got sick in my apartment when we first came back home to Ohio, <laughs> yeah. he threw up in his bedroom. He threw up in the living room. He threw up in the hallway. He threw up all over the oh. bathroom. I'm like, bro. What are you doing, man? I'm like, you're killing me. I already got enough problems that I'm dealing with. Now I've got to try to figure out how to manage this problem. <laughs> See, that's when you just you you rent a hotel for the night, right? And and you call a cleaning service. Hey, listen, I need you to come clean up my carpet and make it not smell like throw up. Yeah. When you get there, don't be mad. I'm warning you now. I'll pay extra. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, like I said, I don't know. And then, or it's just, oh man. <laughs> Monday night, all about mental health and kids throw up. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's mental health, and, and, and let's be honest. Let's throw the caveat in there. Let's, you know, it wasn't being a dad. And what? And the and the, and the reality of being a dad, of being yes. dad. You know, his mental health and being a dad isn't all sunshine and roses, ladies and gentlemen. There is. Whew. 
nobody told me before being a dad how mentally straining it would be how how fucking how hard it is to parent like i don't know how people do this whole like gentle parenting shit because i have the shortest fucking fuse and i have to really try really really try to be calm when i know the kids don't deserve me yelling at them or something like that but they've well, just gotten on my last nerve well and, that's, and i'm just and that- like yeah, and that's like the other thing, like with with me the last the last few months with with shit with me almost reaching a complete fucking mental breakdown and a complete uh, one eighty into into the uh, I'm just gonna call it what it is. It sounds cliche. You can you guys can judge me however you want, but falling into the darkness again and going into the bad days, fucking freaking out about my goddamn oldest daughter graduating high school. I shouldn't be the one freaking out. She should be, and she doesn't have a goddamn care in the world. And I'm over here losing sleep at night, letting it eat up, eat me up inside. Like, did I do something to fail her? Did, you know, is it my fault? Like, she might not graduate high school and she has no fucks to give about it at all. Meanwhile, it's killing me. You know, it's, it's 100% fucking absolutely destroying me. And I've done everything I can do to help her and give her all the tools and everything she needs to the point where it's almost like, well, now I'm just a terrible human being because I'm about ready to just throw my hands up and say I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. I guess go back to summer school or enjoy being a senior again next year. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. She's 18 next year, right? She's 18 right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, she turned 18 in April. I mean, all honesty, she could just fucking walk away. And then it's like, really? Yeah. All the time and effort and energy and money that I spent in, I put into you going to a vocational school and everything like that. And it's just, you know, again, like it, it's, it's weighing heavy as fuck on me right now on top of everything else. Well, it's, it's hard. Yeah. They don't, and it's sad because I don't. I, I'm not that parent that I. I don't instill that shit in my kids. Like I want my kids to be good kids. I want my kids to give a damn about their education. My middle daughter, she's failing math and she's freaking out. And I said, "Well, don't worry. You've got the opportunity to go to tutoring. You can go to tutoring after school." And she's going. She's going every day getting math tutoring so she can bring up her math grade because she does not like having bad grades. My son, he's like. I'm just gonna get by on my sense of humor and good looks. Like apparently, I don't, I don't know what his, I don't know what his 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 mission is. But hey, I feel it, man. I, I I did it. I did it in high school. I was like, I no longer paddle them in school. Yeah, Catch I was charming fuck. to the teachers. Yeah, no, he, you know, he's he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a smart kid too. So, you know, he so you know. You know, and he and he's pretty self motivated, and that's why I tried to tell him like, "You're 18 and you're a senior." Well, bye, Connor. 18 and you're a freaking senior, and your and your old brother has more motivation than you do. That is ridiculous. Your damn 10 year old brother has more motivation than you do, and it's killing me. Like at the same time, like she don't care, and it's killing me. It's eating me up. I, I mean, it's weighing heavy as fuck on my mind. And, you know, when I was 18, I had two jobs. I bought my own cars. I had my own place. 
and I was still going to school my senior year because I moved out on my on my 18th right around my 18th birthday, my senior year of high school. I turned 18 in October. That's the beginning of school, basically. So damn near my entire senior year, I was living on my own. Well, things were different when you were a kid, Dad, and when you were 18. And no, it wasn't. No, it's not. A, no, it's not. Because you could have a job. You could have your license. You could have your own car. And if you wanted to, you could have your own place. Well, can you hear me, by the way? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, can I can you hear me. Okay. Ugh, my beard is a mess. Um, well, I want to, I wanna, first of all, I want to set your heart at ease, Chris. Because, I, I, I mean, I don't understand it from a parent's perspective, uh, personally. But... Um, my, my brother-in-law, he got, he dropped out of high school his senior year or no, his junior year. Cause he was, he was failing everything. Granted, there were some things that happened, uh, with my wife's family that really fucked up his world and his mm -hmm. view of his dad and all this, that, and the other, and it made it really hard for him at school uh, amongst other things. But that aside, he dropped out of school. Um, and I remember having conversation after conversation after conversation with him um, and, and with my mother-in-law because his his real dad was not really in the picture for that, that year and a half, two years. Like, why are you just giving up? What What happened? Like, what's going on? You were doing all right in school. You were getting like C's and B's, like, and that's okay, dude. A C to get get your diploma in high yeah. school, right? That's all. That's all you need. Like, it's it's not even that hard, you know. I I barely tried in my senior year of high school, and I got a C and everything and a, an A, but I also flunked math, and then she let me do test test correction, as that's how I graduated. But I was like, you know, what, what the hell happened? What changed? And he was, you know, I was like, is it because of what's going on? He was like, I mean, a little bit, but at the same time, you know, I, I just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to college and I don't want to go chase some corporate ladder, all this other stuff. And I was like, dude, you're 17. Like you need to go to school, dude. What are you talking about? And eventually what he ended up doing was, uh, coming to an agreement with his parents that if he dropped out of school, that he would get his GED. And so he dropped out of school, got his GED and he lived with his mom for about uh, six months to a year until he turned, he was until he was 18. And then once he turned 18, he moved out and got his own place. He's, he had a GED. That was it. And from the outside looking in, I guess not from his perspective, it was, dude, you've just thrown so much away. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not encouraging anyone to drop out of school. I think it's stupid to drop out of school. I still hate him for doing that. <laughs> but right. Um, and I was really mad at him for, for a couple months and, and we talked it out. But he ended up graduating, getting out. He got his own, he got a job working in like landscape. It was a minimum wage job. 
And then he busted his ass at that. And then on top of that, he decided he was going to go to a technical school. He tried technical school for uh, IT, and he hated it, so he didn't do that. And he ended up working at this landscape company for five years and making actually really good money. And now he's he got a, he got a job offer from Toyota, and now he works over at Toyota making even better money. And the the whole point of me saying that is like, yes, I feel I still think he's fucking stupid for having dropped out of out of high school, but it's not the end of the world. She she's she's eighteen. She's not thirty. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's it's, it's not. It's, it's tough not as as a as a father, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's it's not the end of the world. It's it's more of a frustrating thing because she was given an opportunity that not everybody is given by going to um a vocational school like yep. like I did. You know, there's a waiting list for that. You you are put on a list and you have to be accepted. You know, and good for your brother-in-law. I mean, in all honesty, I know guys like that. They they barely got through high school, and it always seems like landscaping is the way that they go. Well, it's because it's especially for dudes. Yeah, like he's he's six foot four, and he is a brick shit house. Yeah, he makes you he makes you look fucking small. Mm-hmm. Like he, well, probably not. He's he's about your size, but taller. He's a big fucking kid. Yeah, he's a couple inches taller than me. I, I well, he's not a kid anymore. He's he's twenty one. Yeah. But you know, I you know. I you know I have I have several friends that have gone into landscaping and have stayed there, and they're still working at the same company they've been at for 10, 20 years, and they're making stupid money. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, but she was given an opportunity to go to a vocational school mm-hmm. and to learn a trade. She was getting an opportunity, and she 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 was all gung ho, and this is what she wanted to do. And at the end of the day, it wasn't what she wanted to do. And all she's done since she's been there is be wrapped up in fucking stupid ass drama with her stupid ass friends, and, <laughs> and fucking one boyfriend after another. And it was just like, you know, here I am hoping, like you know, like trying to push you and motivate you, and and I, you know. And, and I have expectations, and I know she can do it. That's the fucked up thing about it. She can 100% do it with ease, with ease. But now you've wasted all that time, all that energy, you know, the money. You might not get your certificate. You more than likely, and, and then she has no worth at work ethic at all. I, she won't get a job. You know, she, she had a job. She walked out. Her and Nikki worked together. They walked out on the same day same time and i've told her since you need to go get a job walmart's hiring i ain't working at walmart why why Kroger's is hiring i'm not working in retail why because what the fuck do you know about working in retail you've had one job you've had two jobs and one job i wouldn't even call that a job because you work there like once every three weeks yep I'm not working at Walmart. It's fucking retarded. You're not going to work at Walmart because I'm going to tell you right now, if I lose my job and I have to go work somewhere, I'm going to go work at fucking McDonald's if I have to. Yeah. I'll go work at McDonald's because they play, they pay their employees pretty damn well and they got great fucking benefits. It's a... And great fucking perks of being in a, a Walmart employee. I was like, there's cats in there that don't look like it, but they make more money than I do right now. It is. It, it's... Uh... 
Learning to train is beyond important. I am so grateful that I got the opportunity to go to the vocational school and to take building trades and to get a head start out of everybody else. I got friends of mine that I graduated with that went and got master's degrees. I graduated 24 years ago in June. They're not even close to paying off their student loans and don't make what I make an hour. Yeah. With a goddamn master's degree. So, so there's there's something I can tell you this from personal experience. There's something about I'm not telling you how to parent, but there's something about desperation that will force you to work wherever the fuck you can. That's that's why I said. I mean, it, 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 and this is part of what I'm what I'm going through right now. This is this is part of my mindset right now and why, you know, I'm, I'm struggling right now. Like I'm literally fucking struggling and fighting with everything I have not to, 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 to fall into a deep, dark depression again. This is one of the things because I'm at the point where I'm just going to wash my hands. And, and, and I told Nikki this, I was like, I, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud, let alone thinking it. She gets a year after she graduates and then I'm mm-hmm. kicking her and to have a job, have her license, have a vehicle, and have enough money saved up to have her own place. And and I'm kicking her out. And if she doesn't have those things, well, I don't know what to tell you. Go, I, you know, and I don't want to be that dad, but you you have to. I mean, yeah. I'm not telling you you have to, but you, I hate that. I, I fucking when, hate it. when Nikki and I were had first gotten married, I didn't have a job. And I had this mentality of, I'm not working anywhere that I am better than. Mm-hmm. I'm not working at McDonald's. I'm not working at a fucking Walmart. <laughs> I sound a lot like your daughter. I, I'm not I'm not working at some bullshit establishment where, yeah, they've got good benefits, but they don't pay me well enough and all this, all this, that, and the other. You know, I kind of like Benji said, you know, I have standards. Mm-hmm. I've got standards, but I ran through the bonus that the that the guard gave me, which was a twenty thousand dollars bonus. I ran through that bonus in the first three months of Nikki and I living together because she was the only one working, and we couldn't pay rent. And we were about to get evicted, and I was like, "Fuck!" And so I went and I worked worked minimum wage at McDonald's for three months until I got a job at the salvage yard that paid me twenty five cents more an hour, but it was sixty hours you know, 60 hours a week or however many, you know, I worked overtime all the fucking time and it was, I fucking hated these jobs, but the only way I was going to live was to do it. There is, it's that, you know, I, I hate what I'm doing, but it motivates me to do better and get better. Mm -hmm. And right now, all she has is what you get, what you, what you give her. And, she doesn't really have to work for anything. She doesn't have to graduate high school because dad's got my back. Mom's got my back, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's going to change when she leaves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, there's a difference between like making your kid grow up and kicking your kid to the curb and telling them it's your fucking problem. Now there's a different, there's a difference between the two. I mean, you can help them and point them in the right direction as long as you aren't just like, no, nah, fuck you until you get a job in a place, you can't even come say hi to us anymore. Like, this well, is no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. 
like I'm not I'm not like I'm not disowning her or anything. But the problem is um exactly like I know she can do it. And that's and that's the fucked up thing about it is I know she can fucking do it. Mm-hmm. She's just choosing not to. And she doesn't she doesn't have that. I don't have that secondary backup from her mom because since we've come back to Ohio, unfortunately, they've skirted by and got by by mooching off of others and living off of others and everything else. And it's like she's seeing this and it's like, well, I mean, this is how it works. And it's like, no, because how are you seeing this and you live with me full time and you're not seeing the struggles that I go through, what I do, why why I do what I do. Like, and don't listen to the words that are coming out of my I understand this is easier. I understand this is easier. Trust me, if I had the means and and I had no I, I had no self-respect or uh, if I if I had a lazy bone in me, then yeah, I would probably try to do the same. But that's not who I am. I'm built different. I want these guys to be built different too. I want them to, you know, work hard and be proud of what they have. I don't have a lot, but I'm a proud. I'm proud of everything I got because I've gotten it on my own. I've never had help. I've never had handouts. Did a little bit of a little the little bit of help that I have had has cost me. I've never had a free handout. Nobody can ever say they gave me anything for free. Not even my parents, because not only have I paid back every dime that I've owed, I've probably paid back enough money for all the money they've given my sisters and never asked for a dime from them. <laughs> I was paying on a $2,000 loan for fucking five years. Do the math. $100 a week or a month or whatever. Do the math. You know, <laughs> it was on the credit card and interest. Yeah, well, the interest rate isn't that high when you're paying Four times your minimal balance, you know, or your minimal due. Trust me, I'm seeing how that works right now. It's exactly what it is. She's more she's more worried about boys and she's more worried about hanging out with her friends and she's more worried about drama and and and, and everything else. And and that's what I said. But it kills me because I feel like uh, you know, a part of me feels like I feel as a father. I've failed as a as a as a dad. I've failed as a as a man to prepare her for life. Even though I have tried, you know, I've I've pushed her to get a job. I've pushed her to get her license. I've pushed her to, you know, I will help you get a car. I will put you on my insurance. She has a cell phone. You don't have to pay for it. We're taking care of it. And I'll like I'm not going to pay for your car. I'm not going to pay for your license. I'll help you do whatever you need to do to get your license. Um, I will help you get a car, help you with a down payment. From that moment on, the, the payments are up to you. The insurance is up to you. I'll put you on my insurance. I'll take the hit. But it's just getting to the point where it breaks my fucking heart. But uh, And it weighs heavy on my mind that I have to go. Come... May, you've got a year. Get your shit together. Get your shit right. If in a year you're doing the things that I think you should be doing, and I won't tell her this, but if she's doing the things that she should be doing and she hasn't found a place, okay, don't worry. You've got your license. You've got in the car. You've got a job. You're saving money. You're working hard. 
Keep saving your money when you have the money and you find a place that you like that's going to be safe in a good neighborhood and a good area. Then we cross that bridge when we get there. But if not, then it feels like I'm just tossing it out on the street. And then I got to deal with that. Then I got to look at myself in the mirror and go, oh, you're a real fucking piece of shit. Like, good job. <laughs> and I know I'm not. It's just a, it's, 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 it's tough love. I'm not like I'm not disowning her or anything like that. You know, I just—it's time to grow up. And I fucking hate it because I know she can do it. She's super smart. She's super intelligent. And when she wants to do something and she puts her mind to it, she will. I fucking hate it. And it's fucking eating me up. But it's just, you know, I just kind of reached that point. I don't know what else to do or where else to go. But uh, there's another keep, <laughs> keep trying, I guess. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, you don't have the experience or the background to be picky right now. Right now, you take whatever... You can get job-wise. And you don't know as much as you think you know. Shit, I was 18 years old. I worked for Kikosin Construction, and I worked for Kroger's. If I didn't get the job offers that I had gotten in life because I went to the vocational school, I would have never left Kroger's. Again, I could be on the verge of retiring and be making good fucking money from a grocery store. Maybe more than what I make right now. And on the verge of retiring at 43 years old. 42 years old. Sorry, I'm 42. Shit. If I'd have never left Ohio and stayed at OSU, I would be retiring next year. Next year or the, yeah. Yeah, I think next year. I could be if I wanted to. At 20 years. But... Tough love is teachable moments for kids. It also teaches us as parents that we do what we have to do for the betterment of our children. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it any easier. Even though I know I'm doing the right thing, and even though at the end of the day it's what needs to be done, sure as shit don't make it any fucking easier. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> That's for fucking goddamn sure. So it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, let's just, let's just, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk or not. You're muted. Am I allowed to talk? You can talk. I'm just on the phone. That's why I'm not talking to you. I'm oh, listening. <laughs> I was like, uh, He's on the phone. Should I shut the fuck up? Should, 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 should we wrap this show up? <laughs> what are you doing out there? I'm watching. I'm on my TV. What are you watching on your TV? Wrestling. Raw? Yeah. What do you got on? <laughs> you guys are Michigan jersey. 
Uh, I'm going to get ready and wrap this up here in a couple minutes. If you want to put Raw on the big TV in the living room. So if you want to put it on the big TV, you can. But um, yeah, speaking of letting the letting the young ones down, that's another reason I want to wrap this up because or wrap this up kind of early tonight because he wanted to watch wrestling together. So wrestling started about an hour ago. <laughs> I wish I could put it on in here and I could just put it on the TV and do the show and he could come in here and, and hang out, but I don't have uh the uh, cable network or the cable app on my I can't get it on my PS4. Plus, at the end of the day, there's no real reason for the Monday night show to go three hours unless we're, like, wrapped up in some serious conversation or some in-depth uh, situations or whatnot. This is very serious. It's always serious. This is, this is the Nonsensical Nonsense podcast umbrella. This is always serious. <laughs> no, yeah. No, again, I like I said, I, I that's something else. I mean, I, I feel like I haven't I've been spending more time doing this when they're here during the week than actually spending with them hanging out, you know, especially when the shows go three, four, five, six hours on a Wednesday or on a fucking Monday and you know. But uh anywho. Okay, can you hear folder and go to bed? What's that? Oh. Okay. Give me your folder and then go to bed, please. <laughs> I just had that same conversation with Cash today. Give me your folder and let me see. Well, it's like, well, it's just the paper. It's just like, give me your folder, bro. <laughs> well, I, I just finished putting them to bed. Yeah. And it, it never it never fails. Every single night, I will put them to bed. And whether it's five minutes later or 20 minutes later, one of the two will come out. Usually Carson leads the way because mm -hmm. he's the oldest. Yeah, exactly. And well, I gotta, I gotta check my backpack. Uh, I'm thirsty. Uh, I'm still hungry. Uh, I, I forgot to brush my teeth. Uh, blah 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 blah. You know, whatever it may be. And then, like two minutes later, I like, I, I, pr I promise that within the next five minutes, Bryson's gonna come walking out here, saying something else. Um, oh. But Carson, I guess he said he doesn't have school on the nineteenth. I think so. I, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the nineteenth is. Nineteenth is a Monday. Is it? A, it is President's Day. They get President's Day off. What the yeah, fuck? they get President's Day off because my kids are off uh, Friday and Monday. That's dumb. Uh, well, they're off Friday for parent or uh, teacher in service day, and then they're off Monday for President's Day. However. Uh, do want to wrap? I do want to wrap this up, uh, Connor. Thank you for for hanging out tonight. Per uh, usual, per usual. I do appreciate it. I always appreciate it. I, I I enjoy getting to like do the fun, crazy shows with you now, like Wednesdays and Saturdays and stuff like that. But then I get to enjoy when we come in and we can we can have the serious conversations and hang out and chit chat and and, and see a different side of each other. You know. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy that, and like I said, you know. You guys are going to yell at me, but I am sorry. I've been dropping the ball lately, and I'm going to get my shit 
write it, get it, get it back on track. And 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 now that I'm aware and and I know what's going on, I'm going to uh, be more focused on getting that shit back in line, getting the show back in line, getting the shows, I should say, because I'm up to three, technically three different shows a week. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm about ready to just hand the reins for men's uh, man up Monday or man up speak up or weekly bro check or whatever to Connor and just be like, this is your baby. I'll just be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I've got, uh, yeah, Connor's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not a host. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that end of it. That's one thing. I, I, I mean, we could talk about it more off off camera, but I I actually no, I'm just only, today just today started my uh, my classes, my college classes for uh, for my gunsmithing stuff. So, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude. Well, I, I didn't think it was supposed to start till Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I checked my email today, and I got an email. Congratulations on starting classes today. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I looked online, and there's a quiz. There's three assignments. I'm like, "Oh, can one assignment's due on Wednesday?" I'm just like, "Oh shit!" But I did the quiz. I got a, a nine and a half out of ten on my quiz, so that's good. And then yeah. I've got like, but the quiz is worth like ten points. Everything else is worth a hundred points. And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing for the rest of the week." But I gotta get this done. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's that's awesome, man. Congratulations on getting into that class and everything. Um, you know, like I said, as, as we progress and as we move on, and, and and binge, I would love to, brother. You know, you're always welcome here if you're still here listening. You know, you're always welcome here. I'd love to have you in here on a Monday night show, um, conversate different things. You know, I would like to open the door to not only our friends. Obviously, we're doing the team up with talking shit, but. You know, if you're if you're a random ris- uh, listener, and, and and you like what we do here, and you you feel like you get the urge where you want to come in, just reach out. You can say something in the search box, or you can find us on one of the various social medias: Facebook, Instagram, X, Twitter. Um, we're on all those. We're on Twitch, um, and and you can listen to all the shows wherever you listen to podcasting at. It's all under the nonsensical nonsense brand. So you can, if you find nonsensical nonsense podcast on any of the social medias, if you go up to the top, it's going to be right there. The link, the bio link. And it's also right here. I put it in the bottom of the screen as I talk about bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. You can find uh, where for right now, we're going to call it what it is. We're going to call it man up Monday. You got nonsensical nonsense and Glick's house of music right now. All three of those shows Oddly enough, all three hosted by me, <laughs> but under the umbrella nonetheless. But everything, you know, for all of that, it is uh, on all the social media is that nonsensical nonsense. So, you know, if you guys want to reach out and say, hey, do we love what you guys are doing on Monday night? You know, I would love to be a part of the panel. I would love to be a part of the discussion or whatever. Um, you know, next week. Um, I'm going to start also doing this. This is something I've got to get better at because I'm always so used to being spontaneous. Um, next week, I would like to, and Connor, if you want to get yourself prepared and do some research or whatever, I would like to talk about uh, being in a relationship with a narcissist mm. and and or having a narcissist in your life and how they treat you and affect your your mental well-being and whatnot 
um, like that. Um, so, you know, again, if you're catching the replay, if you're, if you're catching, catching it on one of the various podcast platforms and you want to share your two cents, feel free to chime in. Uh, and I know this is a men's mental health out or mental health show, but obviously we're focused on the men, but hopefully we can help the opposite sex as well. So God, I <laughs> so much like Leggy. <laughs> oh God, I could tell. Uh, I could tell some stories. Hopefully, you know you're more than welcome to be in the chatters box, and you know, <laughs> Deborah, Deborah, <laughs> you know, you can be in the chatters box sharing your your experiences, sharing your, or you know, push comes to shove. You know you're always welcome here. Um, obviously, it is a men's mental health thing, but if we can help somebody, a, a female as well, that's going through some things, awesome. But I do want to focus next week, and I want to have conversations about uh, narcissists, dealing with narcissistic people, being in a relationship with narcissistic people, maybe working with a narcissist, whatever the case may be, and how <coughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Connor. <laughs> I'll spend the next week gaslighting you and tearing you down. <laughs> Just make sure you remember who's in charge around here. <laughs> but no, I would like to talk about that. I mean, you know, I would like to get into a conversation and, and and kind of dive into that and talk about some of the traits and characteristics and and whatnot. To, uh, and red flags to be to to open your eyes to and pay attention to when it comes to narcissists. Um, with that being said, before I continue to fucking talk, I'm gonna play a song like we normally do. I'm gonna play a song, uh, uh, and then when we come back, Connor, if you want to, when we come back, if you want to do like a quote or words of wisdom because you said to talk to you on Monday, on Monday for <laughs> words of wisdom. <laughs> uh, I have a little quote here. That I came across the other day that I that I liked, especially since we're doing what we're doing here. So, you know, I'll let you go first, and then uh, I'll go, and then we'll end this bad boy up and uh, move on down the road. But uh, I'm gonna wrap this up with a little Matt James with uh, "Runaway." Uh, just for you guys know, I started the show with uh, "Over and Out." Break, great song by our friends at Over and Out, uh, and a great video as well. You can check out those guys everywhere, wherever you stream music and on all social media at over underscore N underscore out. And we got Matt James, lead singer of Blacktop Mojo. Check out Blacktop Mojo or Matt James at Matt James at Blacktop Mojo. Wherever you stream music and on all social media, show them some love. Show, show our friends in the music world some love because one thing about dealing with mental shit, and I think I need one of these days. I'll be 100% honest with you guys. I think I just need one of these days where I just jump in the car and go for a drive. Music can music can really clear your mind. Speaking of having one of those days in your car, Matt James will run away. Sundown, the highway harms the unity unbound. 
Good song. Oh, all that I saw. Maddie, Maddie James is a hell of a singer. Oh man, could fucking literally call me and be like, I'm gonna sing the phone book to you, Glick. And I'd be like, All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you say hi. Well, Miss yes, your hair's not so crazy today. I do want. I do want to just say, just in case any of my kids hear this or you know anything like that. I hope you guys know I love you more than anything, and I'll do absolutely anything in the world for you. Don't think I'm beating any of you guys up or shitting on 
that you guys are, or I don't have faith in any of you guys or anything like that. I know you guys could move mountains. And if you couldn't, I'd be right there to push them for you and make you think you did it. So don't ever think I'm shitting on you. I'm just venting. And I love you guys more than anything. I, and I know my kids like sometimes creep on the show and creep on our social media. So. <laughs> but uh, anyways, with that being said, we do appreciate you guys hanging out for another Monday night. Another walk down men's mental health lane, I guess you could say. Um, before we take off, Connor, is there anything, any, any words of wisdom you'd like to leave the people with tonight? You know what? There's a quote that I found on, uh, on Sunday night because I was thinking on Saturday night about it. Um, and it is by Maya Angelo or An Angelou. <laughs> All right. Well, it's Angelo. Maya Angelo. She's an amazing poet. Nice, nice grab quote wise because it is Black History Month. But Maya Angelou is a fantastic poet, one of my favorites. I've never heard of her up until up until uh, Sunday. But here, you can go play. <laughs> Move along now. <laughs> but the quote is, "Oh shit, I lost it." There it is. No, I did. There it is. <laughs> is I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. And that is that is uh, something that I think that all of us should should be able to relate to, and if we can't, then we should we should strive to relate to it more. Is not to let your past dictate how you are now in any negative way, but to move forward and move in an upward direction from it. And if you change, change for the better. One hundred percent. One hundred percent agree. And it's a great quote. Like I said, I, we could we could find Maya Angelou quotes for days. We could find poems for days. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a huge fan of poetry, uh, and uh, Maya Angelou is one of my favorites. So uh, she's got some great works out there, some great uplifting uh, quotes and 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 poetry that is uh, phenomenal. Um, also, Jarvis, you're super late. <laughs> Jarvis, you suck. <laughs> we're, we're, we're here to uplift men. Jarvis, you suck. <laughs> Speaking, uh, you know, I, I I came across this the other day, and this isn't so much a quote or anything like that. It's just a, it's just something to think about. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know that. Fucking happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Travis. Ricky Travis. Happy to you. Come on the show Wednesday night so we can do so we can wish you a proper happy birthday, Jarvis. And at least one or two more, probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you little shit. Yeah, for real. Happy birthday, Jarvis. I didn't know it was your birthday today, buddy. Uh, come on the show Wednesday night so we can properly uh, wish you happy birthday. I'd say Saturday, but uh, uh, I won't be here Saturday. Connor and Jeff should be here. But anyways, not so much a quote, just something to think about, especially with what we're dealing with and what we're talking about and the topics we're covering here. Um, uh, 
I will absolutely remind you. Congratulations, dude! You got to come on, man. It's your birthday. You passed your final. We got. We got to wish you happy birthday. We got to congratulate you. Definitely bring your ass up. Bring your ass up Wednesday. So, but anyways, with the topics we're covering and 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 the conversations that we're having, and the roads that we're going to go down here in the future with with this show, uh, whatever we call it. Right now, we're going to stand up Monday. Um, and like I said, I don't mean that in a negative way in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it is truly taking the negativity away from it and making man up a positive thing because as I said in the beginning of the show and as in the middle of the show, the definition of manning up is showing courage, being brave, stepping in and doing the things that need to be done when nobody else will do that. Nobody else is willing to have the tough conversations and nobody is willing to be allow themselves to be vulnerable and weak and and, and and still show courage by discussing these things in a real manner, not just looking at the internet or, or sharing stats or anything like that, but real conversations, real manners, a real, a real manner. With that being said, it's something to think about. And this goes to you, to, to our men out there, especially, but the rest of the world, think about this. Men cry, men break down, men get anxiety. Men feel insecure. Men get abused. Men have emotions. Men have mental illnesses. It's not unmanly to struggle. Let's support men. Let's encourage men. Don't belittle or silence men. Men struggle too. Everything that we're taught and we're told and you guys are told and the world is taught and told, and we as men are taught and told we go that we don't go through, we actually go through. We just do it in silence. There's no more silence. I'm a big voice. I'm a big personality. If I got to scream it on the mountaintops, then God damn it, I will. But I'm tired of our men being silenced. Look at the suicide rate in our, in our world, men compared to women. Look at the suicide rate of men under the age of 25. It's out of control. It's And it needs to be curved back. We're losing far too many good men because they are taught or they are told that they're less of a man because they have emotions or they have feelings or whatever the case may be. And this is what we plan on doing here with this show. This is my intentions. This is my goal. And Connor's on board with me. There's other people that are on board with us. I can be fun. I can be jokey guy. I can laugh and joke. I can be asshole. I can raise my voice and I can curse and I can pound my chest like I'm King Goddamn Kong. Or I can sit here and I can have real conversations with real people about real struggles and real issues. I am your Swiss utility knife. <laughs> you are. I'm podcasting. You're a Glick Army Knife. I am a Glick Army Knife of podcasting. New <laughs> <laughs> title, Connor. Thank you very much. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. I am Glick, the champion Glick Army Knife of podcasting. <laughs> Speaking of narcissists. I am the champ. <laughs> I'll deal with you later on this week. You <laughs> <laughs> can also pretend to be a champ. However, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Tune in Wednesday night for a brand new episode of Nonsensical Nonsense. I'm assuming uh, our, our good friend Nonsensical Biden will be joining us. 
at some point in the show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nonsensical Biden got a uh, got a text message. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope it was a good text message. Uh, Jeff will be there, and I will be there, and we will be back to our fart jokes and dick jokes and all that fun jazz. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know the routine. I'm going to say it on every show because it stands to be fucking. This is like no more. Like this is the best closing words I can ever think of. Be good. Or fucking be good at it. Till next time. When there's no juice. And fuck you, San Diego. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> San Diego. It's Monday. We can't say that. God. We should just San start Diego, picking. if you have anything that you need to say and you have a penis, please feel free to come on here. We will only poop on you for 20 minutes about the fact that you are in California. And then we'll talk about your problems. And the fact that they're all your fault anyway. <laughs> you follow us, I'll look at you. You got content, we'll follow you back. <laughs> Connor, what I need is like a different city in California every Wednesday and every Saturday. So it's not <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Los Angeles. 